and welcome to day 12 of Podmas here on the Cyrus Life podcast, the honest guide to living and working abroad. My name's Leanne. And my name's Al. And welcome back. We're about halfway through. Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, we are actually halfway through. I mean, day 12. That means we've got another 12 days of relatively sensible. Well, I say sensible. I'm using the little rabbit ears for, for inverted commas. But then with day 25, we just say hello, don't we? Yeah. So we are going to be talking today about how to kind of we've talked about friends and friends you miss at home we talked about that last night or night before um so what we're going to talk about today is how you can kind of find new friends and how you find people in um when you do go to a different country how's that for a segue leanne i liked it i enjoyed that segue muchly <laughs> we're both a little bit tired today because we're doing this episode in another podcast which we'll talk about in a second doing this episode at the moment around burnout and ironically like i <laughs> I've had four interviews. I've, I've done four interviews today. Um, well, done three and been interviewed once by my lovely wife who's sitting opposite me. Um, and Leanne's been preparing those interviews. So we are a little bit burnt out. So if we don't sound quite as jovial as we normally do, we're back, hopefully back to normal tomorrow after a good night's sleep. Yeah. yeah um, you know how it is. Busy day, Monday. Yeah. Ooh. We didn't think this was going to happen. We're going to have to take next week off, aren't we? <laughs> so talk to me, Leanne. What... Um, Things you wish you knew before you worked and lived abroad, number 694 <laughs> is? Uh, that having, thinking about what my interests are and how to one, take them with me, take my hobbies with me, and two, how to maybe select hobbies that will help you to meet other people. Absolutely. I think if you, if you enjoy solitaire, um, the card game, then that's really not going to help you meet new people. But if you're into football or something like that, then yes, it will in, in a new country. And I think let's be honest, when you're in your home country, you kind of meet people organically through other friends, through work, and then a little bit through sort of hobbies, maybe a lot, some more than others, but a little bit through hobbies. Whereas when you're living in a different country, generally you won't be working somewhere, you'll be working for yourself. So you don't meet anyone through work. Uh, you don't really have any 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 friends anyway, so you don't meet people through mutual friends. So really, it's, it's sort of the only route, really, isn't it? It's a good. I think it's a good route. It's a solid route. And I think the um, the tricky thing that I have, I think, is a lot of my hobbies. Perhaps unsurprisingly, knowing you know me, you know I'm I'm quite introverted. A lot of my hobbies involve spending time alone. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> which isn't so much a great way to meet people so for example uh well it's actually when i was in the uk i was a big baker i used to love to bake master baker weren't you i, I wasn't quite a master baker but i used to love <laughs> to bake oh i see what you did uh, where's your sound where's your sound effect <laughs> or was it or was it the rim shot you wanted <laughs> the first one <laughs> Uh, yes, I used to enjoy baking. Um, and taking that with you was fine. It was okay in Spain because we had a fixed base. But even then, you know, you, ingredients you're used to kind of using are hard to find. And then when we start nomading, it's just, it's really difficult because baking requires stuff. Mm. And you have to slim down your stuff. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's still ways. For example, we did a cooking class in Chiang Mai in Thailand. We did. Met a lovely couple from France, if I remember right. Yep, you're right. I remember seeing Enchanté and they're very, they're very impressed. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's all I've got. Où est le bon lingerie? Où est le gars? Je m'appelle Enzon. Because that's what I learned it. <laughs> I don't know how to say like 45. I think it was 11 years. Oh no, what am I? What am Je I? suis Enzo. Je suis... Oh. 
really paid off those uh, oh, I know. French classes. Seven years of French, you know, and I can't even say my name. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things like that, going to cooking classes, I mean, to be fair, we probably need to do it again. That's a, it's a good thing that we haven't we haven't done for a while. But um, but that was a nice way to meet people. I think food, because a shared interest is pretty good anyway. For example, we got on first name terms with our butcher when we lived in Malaga. That's true. We did. We did. Argentinian guy. We did. Um, and I think also food is just a really good way to explore the world, isn't it? To try new things and, and things like that. So that was kind of my one that was a bit tricky. But then, you know, you never know. One day you find yourself in the same kitchen as a chef who used to work in a Michelin-starred kitchen. Um, and then you completely geek out over food and, 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 and then you end up being mates. And Fanny and I are still in touch now. In fact, we I think we saw Fanny's boss, ex-boss, on um, yes, James on Martin. James Martin, don't we? Tommy yeah. Banks. Um, anyway, so so I think that, that what we're trying to say is that that we are trying to be better at this. We're not good at it yet, yeah. but we're trying yeah. to be better. Um, I, I think, um, you know, sports for me is completely out because I can't, like, try and kick, if I try and kick a ball, I'm genuinely going to fall over. I'm the least coordinated person in the world um, or hit a ball with a piece of wood or something. Um, so that's out. But so I think, okay, what else can I do? And like, yeah, I've become a little bit more introverted. I like sort of reading, writing, coding, all this kind of stuff, not really a, a, a team sport. Now, what we have found is, and we've talked about this before, and a lot of podcasts is our dog, Peanut, um, nickname or code name, Sloogie. <laughs> um, and uh, and that's helped us massively uh, because we go out and meet. So if you don't have a dog or you want to travel without the needing a, or without traveling with a dog, then perhaps look into some of the dog sitting websites because then if you go and stay somewhere for a month or something and look after a dog, you're going to go out with said dog and then you're going to meet other dog owners and you always talk about each other's dogs and then you could end up finding friends that way and that could be a great way of doing it without actually having to have a dog in fact that's a great strategy if you're thinking of living somewhere go and do a house don't go and do a dog sit for someone assuming you like dogs um and um and you could find friends before you even get there and probably get the rent free while you're looking after the dog yeah i can't i've got my phone on me but with there's somebody that we follow on instagram that we've had a few chats with because they've spent some time in croatia last summer um but that's what they do professional pet sitting around the world um so if you if you want to get into that get in touch let us know and we'll, we'll connect you um but yeah that's a really good way i think another good thing as well that we actually saw in a travel program for split was when um dog charities either have like um, days where they ask for volunteers to meet them in a particular place and help them walk the dogs. Um, there's other things that you can do with, with pet charities, either foster pets, um, which is another good way if you don't want to kind of have a pet full time, foster pets. Um, and what else could you do? I guess I'm, I'm sure there'd be lots of volunteering opportunities as well in, um, in, in dog homes. Yeah, and volunteering is probably a good opportunity anyway because just anything, you know, if, if you... If you're volunteering, I mean, we've talked about this before. The world becomes kind of a lot smaller when you live in a different country because then your commonality is that you both you both volunteer for a particular charity and you both speak English. And one of you is from Norway and one of you is from, I don't know, Greece or something. Poles apart in terms of weather, everything. But the difference is that you've both got this commonality. And so you meet people and get on with people you never really would have got on with before, I think. 
I think that's just true of making friends abroad, isn't it? You, that's true. You end up making friends with people that, in a brilliant way that you never would have met otherwise um, and probably never would have made friends with, really. But that is mm-hmm. the nice thing about it. But, yeah, if you are interested in the old uh, pet sitting thing, check out um, Bev and John. Um, their handle on Instagram is travelbypetsitting. Um, and they have that website as well, www.travelbypetsitting.com. Um, and yeah, they're international travellers, full-time house and pet sitters. And by their emojis, I'm thinking it's dogs, cats, chickens and pigs. Very nice. Good holistic branding there, Bev and John, to get the uh, URL which matches your uh, your Instagram mm, handle. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so I think that um, that's probably kind of like the first lesson is that if we were to do it all again, I wouldn't consider not travelling with a dog because... I just feel like, you know, if, if Peanut, as and when Peanut moves on, I know Leanne's got very sad now, but as and when, I think we'd probably still get another dog because first of all, we are dog people. But secondly, it just opens up this entire world. You can start talking. There's, there's some ladies at the beach that I talk to. This We live um, in Split, just on the coast. And so we walk about five minutes down the road and we are at the dog beach. And some ladies there, I don't know their names, but I'm somehow connected with her daughter, who's a swimmer. She must wonder who this weird random old man is who's following her on, on, on Facebook. But um talk to her. I don't know her name, but I know her dog's name. And I know, um, you know, and, and every morning she's got a little treat for uh, for the dog. And then there's another older lady who sits down with crutches who Peanut gets a treat from every single morning. And then you see other people with dogs. You give them a nod and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, dogs is definitely a great strategy. But then if you aren't into dogs, then things like, I mean, we've got one guy, Tom, um, who and Tom and Mike, who were featured back about sort of 70-something, uh, where they're talking about moving to Spain, which they have done now. And he said something like ping pong. He's like, you know, I'm really, really like ping pong. Well, great. You know, you could go and find your local ping pong club. You don't need to speak great Spanish um, to, uh, to, to to play ping pong. You probably need to just count to 21 in Spanish, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how ping pong works, but sure. I thought it was 21. Maybe it's not. That's a long time since I've played ping pong. What else have you got to, got to say about this, Leah? Um, I think the thing that's worked, probably the thing that's worked the best for us, and it probably won't surprise you, is having the podcast. And I think that could be true of whatever medium you want to use to record your experience and your travels, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a blog, um, whether it's your Instagram, whether it's the, the TikTok, I think the kids call it. The TikTok. The TikTok. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to, if you're producing content about your interests and your way of life, you're going to attract listeners <coughs> and guests who are sharing your interests and way of life. Um, and we have definitely met so many people through the podcast that we are still in touch with now, um, whether it be kind of, you know, that we've we've gone to see them, um, like Fanny and Andrew, uh, whether it be they're on a list of people to see, like Natalie and Daniel in the mm-hmm. UAE, whether it be people that we've never met, have no plans to meet, yet have the odd conversations with, such as Brent and Michael, um, such as expat Pat in South Korea. Um, you know, you, you you have these conversations with people, Tiki Grove and Gilly mm-hmm. T in Indonesia, um, all these types of people that, that, yeah, you can have these, these conversations with, follow-up chats with, um, and that's a really nice way to do it. And I think as well it's quite a good hobby for anyone who is perhaps more introverted mm-hmm. um, but still wants to connect with people. Um, think about that. Yeah, some way to document what it is that that you're doing. And with that, find other people, follow other podcasts or other Instagram pages or other blogs that um, is somebody who is, um, yeah, living a similar life to you. 
And you could even extend that to being a little bit more hands-on in your home country, or your, sorry, your, your host country. Um, so if you do do a YouTube channel, for example, then the average person will be over the moon. If they, like we go up to a Croatian or we meet someone in a bar, a Croatian in the bar, and we're talking to them, we're going, look, we'd love to learn what a Sunday is like for a typical Croatian. Can I bring my phone um, along and maybe we meet up for, for lunch and you show me the, the things that Croatians would eat on a Sunday? You know, and that sort of thing just makes, you know, the average person like, wow, I'm going to be on telly, you know, kind of thing. And I know everyone knows that YouTube isn't telly, but still, it's just that connection and an interest. And I think that's where, that's where I think you're going to start building relationships is when you show interest in your, in people from your host country um, and you ask them about their life and people love to talk about themselves. And they're also, we found a lot of people are very proud of the traditions in their country. And I think that that would be, that's a great way to meet people locally where you can excuse the language barrier, but just by saying, show me, you know, you make gnocchi, you show me how to make gnocchi kind of thing. Very strange example of gnocchi. I don't know <laughs> I why like I chose gnocchi. gnocchi. I like gnocchi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of the ways that we've met <clears> people and it has always been through the dog, through the podcast going to events or wine tastings or that type of thing um i guess just getting yourself out there but i think yeah if you do if you do have a have a hobby at home um then yeah think about how you're gonna keep that going when you you live and work abroad i think some marines the others if you play sports um mm -hmm. that's probably a good one isn't it um yeah i'm trying to think how else we've met people i think while the end's thinking it's it's difficult, and I hope you I hope you understand that we're telling you, all right, these are great things, but it is still quite difficult, whether you're introverted or even extroverted. It's quite difficult to get the motivation to go somewhere where you're you're not gonna know anyone. If you've got a couple, it's if you're a couple, it's still bad, you know, scary. But if you're on your own, it's quite a scary thing. But just first of all, start off with, with places where there's going to be other people who are on their own. And secondly, just learn how to make how to make small talk. I have like four or five questions in your back pocket, not figuratively, not literally, um, although maybe to start off with, um, of like, you know, where are you from and what do you do for work and why did you choose to live here? And just go out there and put yourself out there and accept there's going to be a language barrier, but, you know, you'll get over it. Be brave. Be brave. Hashtag be brave. Be brave. <laughs> okay, I think we're coming to the point of 15 minutes. I think that's uh, we've we've probably given about a good solid 90 seconds of good advice there, I think, in that 15 minutes. <laughs> Get in touch. How do you meet people? Particularly mm. if you're nomading, how do you... How do you do that? Because I think that the interesting thing as well is, is we, I think we alluded to maybe last night that before, is that when you're trying to meet people abroad, the points of interest or shared interest that you connect become much looser and much broader mm -hmm. and we have met a lot a lot of people in our in our last 10 years very few we choose to stay in touch with <laughs> but i think that's simply you know if you in any life you meet you know you meet 500 people you're probably only gonna like about 10 percent of them you have to kiss a lot of frogs kids is what i'm saying you have to kiss a lot of frogs um yeah there are some, yeah, there's some interesting, colourful people out there. So if you're listening to this and you know us and we've not been in touch for a year, <laughs> you're one of those people. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I can't. I can't say. I can't say that person's name. I can't say it. Give me I'm, clue. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna make the shape of the of the first letter of that person. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to finish is. now. Because we have to talk about this person behind their back. But equally, I'm sure there's people that have met us and been like, mm, "Not, not, not oh, to them again." Some of them actually said to our face, "No, no, no, we're not gonna meet you again. No, 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 no." We've had people stand us up as well <gasps> when they have wanted to meet us again. They just didn't show up and ghosted us. Oh, do you remember that couple we met in? I want to say Granada. Yeah, yeah. It was really awkward. I think we just got a bit carried away. We met them and they were seemed really nice. And then we got their phone number. Well, we didn't get them. They gave us our phone number. And then we were like, should we meet later on? Yeah, yeah. And then I, th- I think I think we went for a beer or something afterwards. And we were both texting them going, so where should we meet? And what do you want to eat? And what do you like eating? And where are you from? And yeah, they didn't turn up. <laughs> ah, that was early days. We were keen. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see you tomorrow. Do we have some guests on tomorrow? We do. We have some voice notes from the lovely women over at Smoothative, who you'll remember from probably about 30 episodes back. Um, yeah, we have some voice notes for them. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see. It's a surprise for all of us. So uh, in the meantime, have a lovely Monday. Um, if I remember, it's the, I think it's the last, we've only got one more Monday till Christmas. I think. That's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. And uh, yeah, just give us your feedback. You can find us on uh, Instagram, our Sideways Life. You can email us, our Sideways Life at gmail.com. And we're probably knocking about on Facebook, but I don't think we either of us are logged into are Facebook we? for years. Yeah, you'll find us somewhere, I'm sure. Instagram's Instagram, the best one. email. Yeah. yeah. Or send us a letter. Or right. Pigeon. <laughs> Send us a raven. <laughs> send your note on a raven and just send it split way. <laughs> anyway, right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.